All right. Good morning. My name is uh, Ashish Parekh. I'm here live in Nashville, Tennessee, and welcome to another episode on the podcast of Resilience. I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Dr. Estera Broca from England. Hello, everyone. And today on our show, we have a special guest, Miss Ingrid Cornelison, and she will be talking to us about her story of resilience. And for all of those who are listening to the podcast for the first time, resilience is the ability to bounce back from a situation in life and just find that inner strength within you to continue to move forward and charge ahead. So I just want to, again, welcome Ingrid to our podcast, and I'll turn it over to my co-host, Estera. Thank you, Ashish. Ingrid, it's, it's great that you've joined us today and uh, that you've decided to share your story on resilience with um, our listeners. So the first question to you is um, about the situation or a life change or a challenge that you encountered in the past in your life that made you um, think about you know, life and made you um, adapt to those changing circumstances that um, eventually um, made you more resilient. So if you could like tell us a bit about such a situation, challenge or change. Yes, for sure. Uh, first of all, many thanks for the invite for this uh, resiliency uh, podcast interview. Thanks again. Uh, so what I'd like to share is that I was working part-time as a life coach, job coach, and also as a marketeer. A lot of people changing their jobs, uh, changing a little bit their lifestyle. Then last year, I had a little bit of a rough six months, I can say. Mm. Um, so... First of all, I split up with my partner after more than three years. That was kind of a shock for me. And then uh, I lost the place where I was living for eight years. So the landlady had uh, many financial problems and she had to sell the house uh, quickly. And uh, yeah, I had to look for a different place. Sounds like a very tough situation. It was not easy and in Barcelona it's not easy to, to find a place in the center, uh, especially when you don't have uh, the fixed contracts and that was the third occasion. Mm -hmm. I guess all things come in three. Uh, I lost my, um, well, my full-time job as well. Uh, so that was, uh, well, a bit of a shock for me uh, and I uh, really had to learn <laughs> To be resilient, I could say, after those... Yeah, uh, because everything just piled up uh, more or less at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So uh, I really need to, to uh, be realistic, especially about the job. I could have see, yeah, seen some signs, actually, because there was already a big reorganization. And I was already mm. working on my plan B uh, as I started in 2018, sorry to uh, study MBTT, which is Mindfulness-Based Cognitive Therapy, mm -hmm. to specialize myself as a coach. So I was already working on that. And now, uh, well, I could start a new life <laughs> after all well, this. Oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, with all these uh, three things happening so, so fast, so quick after each other, I really learned, first of all, the meaning of friendship again. 
and uh, very uh, good relationship with my mom and also uh, two colleagues who really confirming that it was not me but it was like the whole company was changing uh, mm -hmm. even my ex-boss was, was confirming me so was on the other one side a little bit upset but uh, yeah I had to, to uh, well face the reality and, and pick up the pieces and face life again so when I really focused back on my study, uh, I learned a lot about meditation and mindfulness. And this is included in the therapy and uh, really helped me uh, as well to uh, respond to the stress, to the changes and um, mm -hmm. yeah, start living in the present again. Um, and, and yeah, face my emotions. Uh, that this big change in life uh, was at the end for good because it was uh, an opportunity for me to, to change my life and focus uh, what I really wanted in life is becoming again a coach full-time mm -hmm. and, and uh, focusing on that and, uh, yeah that was uh, for me uh, a good uh, learning point to uh, focus on what is really important for me mm -hmm. in life, what I really want in life, um, being more realistic um, and also embracing life uh, with the things you have. Uh, yeah, you have friends, you have family, uh, you're still alive, so it's not the end of the world. And uh, then you can really focus on what is important. Uh, so yeah, I finished the studies in 2020 and I uh, realized that I love to help people and uh, with all the experiences in life um, of loss and change in life, I'm really able to help uh, people uh, with that. And it's, uh, it's and then in 2020 we had Corona or we have <laughs> Corona. <laughs> I know, I know. It is so that uh, was another thing, probably, right? <laughs> that added a bit to <laughs> your situation. No, no, it's true. It is a big change. Yeah, the COVID nobody expected. So, um, yeah. Mm. Well, your your situation last year, and then if we think about uh, the Corona lockdowns that we still have, um, that all sounds like a pretty complex. Uh, life challenge or well, multiple challenges and uh, well I resonate very well with that because my 2019 was like like the corona for many this year but uh, I also had the change of career and I I changed countries twice <laughs> last year yeah. back and forth so so I very very much understand that this is that kind of situations when they all pile up at the same time they are very very stressful and they take a real toll on, on our well-being. Um, so it's uh, it's very great that we have you here with us sharing the story and that you have moved on. Uh, you've mentioned a bit about uh, what you've learned already from that uh, experience, but if you could maybe say once again or add something to what, what was your takeaway from this whole 2019 situation when you lost your job, you, you lost your house, um, and you had to move to, to a different career. Um, what, were, what were the biggest takeaways from that situation? What have you learned? Um, well, first of all, that nothing will last forever and changes happen all the time in life. 
And uh, this also brought me back to my earlier experiences in life, especially of loss. Uh, you know already that I lost my dad 17 years ago, yes. all of a sudden. And uh, mm -hmm. this is where you really learn how to put things in perspective, what is really important in life. Um, and you, my mom and I need, need to, uh, needed to, to learn grief and to be, uh, deal, uh, be able to deal with it. And that's a process. But you put things in perspective that uh, your health, uh, your family, your friends are really important. And well, losing a job, at the end is not that important at the end and for example um, well i lost my house but i found uh, a better place uh, in return so that uh, was a nice change as well and yeah well relationships yeah well some can uh, last uh, a long time and some uh, others don't uh, this is just life yeah, it's just life yeah mm -hmm. So yeah, it's, it's quite, quite interesting, you know, about all those losses, because when we think about the loss, it's usually when we automatically kind of think about losing someone, like you lost your father when you were uh, younger. But uh, a loss is also about losing a job, losing a place where you have lived for 18 years, and, and about losing all the important things um, that we have in life. So. Um, would you say that uh, because you are a coach who, um, who coaches people who've lost someone or something in their life, uh, would you say that um, like dealing with a loss of a loved one, for example, to a disease or, or you know, a sudden death is different to a loss of job and the loss of a place where you've lived for so long or, or, or are there some similar uh, you know, patterns that, that everyone goes through and they experience such a loss? For me, uh, it is different. But again, I think grief is very personal. But uh, it is a change. Uh, everything what happens, a loss of your job or uh, your, one of your loved ones, your, your life is changing and it's not uh, going back how it used to be. So this big change you need to face and... and make the best of it because uh, the job is not coming back. The house is not coming back. This loved one who died is not coming back. So the process you're uh, dealing with is to learn to live with this change and, and make the best of it because at the end, we're still living here on earth and uh, you need to make something about your life. Uh, nobody else is doing this for you because you're the director of your That's right. Happiness in your life, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I fully agree with that. The past is in the past. We can't really change anything, right? Once something has happened, then that's it. We can just adapt and move on. And if you think about this whole situation, you know, that you've experienced in 2019 with all those losses uh, in different areas of your life, um, what would be the advice that you could give to all, all those that are listening to us uh, in terms of, you know, becoming or maintaining your resilience or even becoming more resilient while that kind of things are happening to you, especially if it's not like one loss, but it's many yeah. losses at the same time. 
Yeah, um, well, I'm happy that I learned a lot about mindfulness and meditation, and that helped me uh, dealing with last year. And I must say that a lot of people around me are saying, wow, you dealt with it really good. And also uh, with the COVID, because in Spain, we had a mm -hmm. quite uh, heavy lockdown that we were not yeah. allowed to go out at home at all, only for groceries. Yeah, definitely. In Spain, it was one of the worst ones. <laughs> Yeah, so that is difficult, and uh, I'm living alone, so it is uh, difficult to, uh, yeah, you don't have a social life, but mm. again, the meditation and the mindfulness helped me so much, because the meditation helps for, you know, reducing the stress and, and you know, being really, uh, yeah, uh, getting rid of anxiety or panic attacks. Which you have with uh, a lot of things with loss or change. Well, the COVID is a big change. It's a big change, yes. And, and also the mindfulness because, uh, okay, the situation is like this. You can't change it. So you have to deal with it the best way you can and live in the present. That is the mindfulness I'm really happy to that I learned it. And I think it's a very helpful tool for overcome a lot of situations to... Um, just deal because with it. Changes our mindset, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you just uh, can go back to the basics for yourself, which I did as well. Is taking good care of yourself. Yeah, mm -hmm. just eat healthy, like yeah, exercise, get enough sleep, and also you know give yourself little gifts or or you know do something nice for yourself. And and this mm -hmm. is a important thing. Uh, in any changes or loss, uh, it is uh, an emotional roller coaster. But the most important thing mm -hmm. is be kind to yourself. That's yeah. I think people really need to uh, pay attention and and don't neglect themselves. Yeah, that's that's how it is quite often that uh, people who are. Uh, well, who have lost something and are in grief or made well also depressed quite often, um, they do not really focus uh, themselves on self-care or self-compassion or being you know good to to themselves. But they quite often also think about others that they may have failed in their you know perception, yeah. and that's uh, that's not a really good thing because when you are really down when you have lost something or many things at the same time that were very important to you the last thing that you should do is actually to focus on others it's it's and it's not egoistic it's just self-care and well we are not really used to it right because in our western culture it kind of sounds like you know you are egoistic or egocentric when you start focusing on yourself but in such um, life-changing moments, um, self-care is very important, isn't it? Yes, it is, uh, and I totally agree. And coming back to uh, the basic uh, care about yourself, now we're talking about eating healthy and you know, exercise your body, we're, but another thing we don't talk about is exercise your mind, because the yes, brain is also a muscle, and we need to train that mm -hmm. as well, and then, yeah, the mindfulness and the meditation comes around again. And we have to do, like I call it always, mind gym to train uh, your mind and also realize some thoughts, well, they're not really useful 
so I have mm -hmm. to stop them and think more positive. And this is training your brain. It is. That's the main thing, yeah. I think anytime you face a challenge and you're kind of left on an island by yourself, it's how you train your brain to move forward. I know both yeah. Esther and I had severe health issues that, you know, she and I both talked about when we first met um, yeah. and just how we keep our mind focused on that. And that's the key. And I think right now there's so much uncertainty going on in the world with COVID, but it's mm -hmm. all about, Hey, just live in the moment, take it day by day and just continue to move forward. And that's what's um, going to, you know, be the winning formula, I believe. So. Yeah, I believe so too. And it can help you with every situation. Uh, and I'm a loss and change coach, but it can help you with so many occasions in life. And also for myself, I practice meditation and mindfulness as much I, as I need. And, and it helps me as well. That's yeah, true. if you could uh, maybe tell us a bit about, you know, what's the difference between meditation and mindfulness? Because, you know, these days people are so confused with all those techniques that if you could like briefly, you know, explain. Yeah, well, it is a little bit related, I must say. Mm -hmm. But uh, meditation is really um, just sit down and just um, let your thoughts go, come and go and just don't pay attention to it. Um, don't get angry about it. You just have the thoughts, but you let them go and just um, all the time go back to your breath. There are many ways of meditation. You can do it with your eyes closed or watching a candle or even do it walking. But it's just, um, yeah, just... Um, yeah, there are lo lots of uh, also like videos on YouTube available that are like guided meditations, yeah. right? Yeah. So if someone is interested more in that, they can they can you know find resources, I guess. And what yeah. about mindfulness? And you know what's the what's the difference between these two in terms of like helping people in who grief, who lost someone or or something. Um, because that's also something that interests me. You know, what, how, what, what are the different ways that meditation and mindfulness, you know, can help us to um, deal with our grief? Well, loss? Uh, mindfulness can, can teach you um, how to respond to awareness of to stress mm -hmm. um, and what is happening in, in the present moment. Then. Um, yeah, so you've been really uh, aware of what's happening at this moment and not uh, so present simply, in here and there. Yeah, so you're not yeah, simply yeah. acting instinctively uh, unaware of what you're here and now. going through to, to make a decision. So you really, yeah, just be uh, at this frozen moment, think about it, and this can be seconds. The meditation is more. Well, you can do it five minutes. Some people do it half an hour or an hour. Um, but it's just let go of thoughts. You have them, you allow them, that's fine. But just let them go and just uh, relax. And, and meditation is really more about relaxing. And mindfulness mm -hmm. is really, okay, I need to make a decision, but I have to calm down, really think in the present what is the best and don't take your emotions or your ego take it yeah, normally they take it over 
just just wait a minute before you make a decision or make a comment and that's more mindfulness and meditation mm -hmm. is for me uh yeah just to uh, get rid of the stress mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and well both those techniques seem to be very important when you yeah. deal with a loss right and um well, if you could share with us, because well, you, you are a coach and now we, in the times of COVID, people lose different things. So what are the common losses that your clients come to you, you know, for help? Well, um, due to COVID, uh, a lot of people are not allowed in hospitals, so they cannot be uh, the last moment with their loved ones. So that is really, um, yeah difficult to deal with but yeah you have on the other hand also people who get murdered uh got shot mm. so okay. you have every uh loss is so personal and so unfair uh for that person so it is uh, yeah so you deal with different type of losses yes yeah Oh. Um, mostly of, of losing parents, but sometimes also, mm -hmm. um, yeah, your partner. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes it can be also um, like a divorce. That can also be a really mm -hmm. difficult yeah. So it is, uh, or even when you're already divorced and you lose, lose the parents of your children, then it's still difficult to deal with so there are so, such a variety of laws mm -hmm. um, and I'm trying to help people with my experience of losing um, family members mm -hmm. and uh, a part of, of loss is um, depression as well so mm -hmm. the study I did uh, with the help of meditation and mindfulness is really uh, helpful um, dealing with uh, depressed feelings mm -hmm. and, and loneliness and be feeling angry because it's unfair that you lost your loved one. And uh, also, um, yeah, at the end, I'm working to the last stage of grief, which is acceptance, and that people are able slowly to embrace life again and have mm -hmm. every day a little a moment that they can be happy, positive, and they're like, okay, I have, I have something positive happened this day, and the loss of this loved one is going to uh, more an acceptance mm -hmm. phase. Yeah, of course, and, each yeah. loss is a process, so of course it yeah. takes time for the people yeah. to, you know, manage it properly, so to yeah. say. Um, and it's more like baby steps, taking baby steps than just, you know, accepting everything all at once and just moving on like nothing has happened. So, um, yeah, that's a very difficult, uh, difficult thing to deal with. Um, if we are alone, we don't have any support. So actually what you're doing, I think it's very, you know, needed, especially during these days, because while well, we have different type of losses, unfortunately going on in 2020 yeah not only because of covid but in general yeah yeah exactly i mean everything yeah. as it was before anyway plus the covid which maybe um, yeah. well just uh, increased <laughs> uh, some yeah. types of, of losses but uh, of course yeah we have to deal with with losses well every day and that was unfortunately important. yes but it's also part of life 
that's uh, exactly circle round at the end. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, Ingrid, thank you very much for sharing with us your story on resilience and how meditation and um, mindfulness can uh, help people to manage uh, a loss productively. Of course, it's I hope a process. I explained it uh, correctly, and if it's here, but there's so much to find on Google and also the meditation. Mm -hmm. So I really, if people are listening, I really recommend to look for meditation videos. They're everywhere, and it's really helping for any kind of stress panic situation it is uh, mm -hmm. yeah an easy way to, to uh, yeah exactly because meditation and, and and mindfulness it's not only about loss it can help us in many different yeah. uh, difficult uh, times when we struggle with different challenges yeah. okay thank you very much ingrid for uh, for oh. being here with us and sharing <laughs> everything with us about your resilience story and how to deal productively with um, with a loss um thank you very much for uh, for sharing your story with us more than welcome yeah. thank you very much and just thank you again for being a guest on our podcast you know definitely appreciated you like as sarah said sharing your story um it's a true testament to you for, you know, battling through it. I mean, that just shows your resilience. Um, and to all our viewers out there, I hope you all enjoyed listening to our podcast. And if you are interested in being a guest on our podcast, please reach out to either uh, myself or Dr. Estera on uh, LinkedIn. And uh, this podcast will be broadcast on Anchor. Um, and um, it'll be distributed to other um, podcast stations such as Spotify. Um, later this week. And so again, thank you for listening to our podcast on resilience and uh, just hope everyone has a great day.